You're listening to the Cleveland Comedy Network. My name's Steve Guy, the host of Happy Hour with Steve Guy, where I get to sit down and interview people who are from Cleveland originally or doing very cool things in Cleveland. It's all part of the Cleveland Comedy Network, just like the show you're about to listen to. To keep up to date with all the podcasts coming to the network, go to clevelandcomedyfestival.com slash the network. Hey, welcome to 10 Cent Beer Life. Hey, welcome back to Tencent Beer Life. I'm your host, Kyle. As always, here with my man, Brian, and now the black bird, Dave Aaron. Call. What's up, guys? Uh-huh. I got to learn, <laughs> I gotta learn a, new, uh, a new intro, because Dave's here now all the time. That's pretty good. Yeah, I dig it. All right, cool. What's no. up? What's up, guys? Uh, I, for the second time in seven days, had to get up before four o'clock in the morning to, to make a fucking flight. And it, it's just miserable. I, I just got up from a like a three hour nap. I am I am still just dead tired. Welcome to my world. Fuck that. Your world is stupid. I mean, I have my whole afternoon, so uh, it's not terrible. Fucking afternoon. What, what what good is an afternoon if you're dying? <laughs> I guess I just go to bed. Early. I don't understand it. That's what everybody I says have- with, with like early shit. Uh, then, then I'll have my whole afternoon while everybody else is working. Like, what, what are you, what are you doing with your afternoon? Why, why is that better than having your night? It's the sunlight, man. There's all kinds of shit you can do. I have, Ugh. you know, you're just you're tied into an office until five o'clock. Fuck that. Two o'clock. Two o'clock. I'm out. I'm done. I can he take, just got done. Ex- huh. He just got done explaining how he's Captain's sunscreen, and, and you're like, yeah, dude, sunlight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, for everybody listening, I I came back from Florida. I was in Siesta Key for five days. I have zero color. There is no sun. There's no tan whatsoever. There's no sunburn whatsoever. I, and like we, I was outside. We, we were moving around. We were out in the sunlight. Um Everybody that I was with kept a very different schedule than me because typically like I am going to bed 1230 to one o'clock in the morning on weeknights and then I'm waking up 745. Everybody on this vacation was in bed before 930 every single night and up at the ass crack of dawn. I'm like. I, I this is vacation. Like the last thing I wanted to do was be getting up early every single fucking day. But that's what happens when you go on vacation with people. You and and when you sleep on a pullout bed in the living room, it really makes it difficult to uh, to rest and, and relax the way you'd like if you're more of a night person. So did you go to bed at nine thirty every night, or did you did you stay, stay kind up? of like I was I was up to like ten ten thirty eleven, but you know I, I was. Using alcohol to yeah you get, to sedate myself. Yeah, get blasted drunk to go to sleep, man. That's yeah. I mean, I only I I you know lost a little bit of time and memory on one night and one night only. So I'm 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 pretty proud of myself. Although it was you know a, a vacation with the in laws, so I probably shouldn't have done that as you know the one time. But fuck it, they're all fun people. Yeah, I was. 
eating nachos, scooping the bottom of the nachos out with like with my hand and, and bear paw feeding myself at one point right in front of my in-laws. And they're looking at Sarah going, does he does he always do this? And she's like, no, nah, not really. Yeah, they got to see it's your worst. I mean, your family now, you're locked in like you're not going anywhere. There's a whole fucking rigmarole of paperwork they have to do to get rid of you. Like you're you're not going anywhere. You're cool, man. You're goddamn yourself. right. I I it pretty much am. This is not the first blackout they've seen from me. Um, <laughs> one time I accidentally spilled water on their kitchen table, their wooden kitchen table, and just like got up and went to bed, and it was like everywhere, and it very much ruined their kitchen table. So <laughs> the water just sitting there. It, it's not good for wood. So they've they've seen it all at this point. Did you do anything awesome. good? I mean, you're. I'm assuming you spent some time at a beach here or there. I spent a good amount of time at the beach. We were at the beach, the pool. We rode. Uh, we rented a jet ski. I'm a licensed boater in Florida right now. Damn. Yeah, they make you get a boating license to rent a jet ski, and then they scare you about manatees because they they don't fuck around with manatees down there. If you if you disturb one, if you touch one. And I think Joe Howard has a bit about this. It's a fifty thousand dollar fine. Don't touch the manatees. Why do they die? Fifty thousand dollars. No, they're just so protected. They're like, don't, don't fuck with them at all. Just leave them completely alone. If they approach you, do not touch it. Go away. And then, like, I'm riding this fucking jet ski, gunning it at. We were topping out at like forty nine miles an hour, and then you get to these zones, just like slow down to twenty five because this is a, a manatee area, and I'm like, oh fuck. Nobody warned me about a manatee area, and now I'm in this minefield of $50,000 fines. Like, I'm just going to run over a manatee with my, my jet ski. And that's what's in my mind. And Sarah's like, fuck it. Just do whatever you want. And I'm like, I don't want to harm myself in this jet ski, so we're going to take it slow and piss me if off. You're, if you're doing 49 miles an hour on a jet ski, good luck finding whoever ran over all these manatees. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're out of there. <laughs> I mean, we were booking it. It was awesome. But also at the same time, the uh, the, the jet ski place is like every inch of damage is going to cost you $200. Somebody paid $3,000 yesterday. And I'm like, well, fuck, you guys are just ruining my good time right now. So I'd imagine all the manatee dents were going to cost me extra. <laughs> <laughs> did you see any? Did you did you have like, a, oh, shit, it's a manatee moment? No, zero wildlife. But I saw a bunch of signs like a bunch of signs right and like there was like a path like there was like a there's a, a green sign and a red sign they're like as long as you stay in between there you shouldn't fuck up your jet ski because if, if you go on either side and get a little bit hairy look a little bit shallow sometimes but you're like 99 good as long as you stay within the red and the green areas and you know we we, we pass like halfway through the red and green area that we're supposed to stay in. And nobody like warned us like only go halfway or else you're going to be in a manatee minefield. But all of a sudden we come and it's just sign after sign of like $50,000 fine. Don't touch the manatees. Ugh. But fuck a dolphin. Motherfuckers. Fuck a dolphin. Fuck a whale. Dolphins are rapists. Yeah, they are. They are rapists. They're, they're dirty, filthy animals. Yeah. I, have you seen that thing about uh, what, what they think the Loch Ness monster sightings are? No, I have no idea yeah. what this is. Whale dicks. They think this is whale boners. Like, whales will, like, run trains on bitches. And they will, like, if if, if one male is um, waiting 
to because they they don't go you know back and front they'll, they'll all wait to hit it from the back so if one's waiting and is ready to go he will like turn upside down and, and surface and let his his whale dick breathe and if you look at the shape it's like exactly what the Loch Ness monster shape is well wait, so his penis is like like I don't know it's like a curvy line or is that multiple whale dicks no it is one whale dick it's kind of like a curvy line how yeah. how big is the whale penis real big <laughs> well I'm sure it's large but real big here let's uh, let, let's get a picture going well I know what I'm we're gonna use for the episode dicks I know I'm not an expert, but I think, you know, what they're doing is they're putting it up there in the air to kind of dry it out and give it some texture, like ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're giving them too much, uh, too much credit. I don't think they care about her pleasure. Oh, okay. The entire animal kingdom is very selfish in that way. So they just, it, but it's not, I don't know. When I, when I think of a hard penis, it's straight. So they're just like kind of hofty. Is that what the whole walk? I don't think I've ever heard the word hofty in my entire life. Is that <laughs> yeah, a, an actual word? Oh, yes. It's, it's uh, been in my vocabulary for years. It's that half hard, half soft, hofty. <laughs> I've never heard that in my entire life. I think that's an accurate description of what's happening with the whale dicks. And then, like, you've, it's a hofty dick. And then eventually it just it, it straightens out. Well, you've just been sent one, so you you can take a look whenever you like at, at your for your viewing pleasure. Oh, see, because isn't it, like Nessie? Isn't it a bunch of humps? Uh, not that I know of. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah, that's probably a Loch Ness monster. <laughs> Ugh, that's a nice penis. It looks. It looks. Like it looks a, like Laffy Taffy. Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> That's a nice penis. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> is it not? Is that? Is it not? If you like Laffy Taffy dicks, yeah. If you're into that kind of thing, have you ever seen a rhino's penis? No, but I should. They get like hard and like it. It, it just hits the ground. Like their legs are stubby, but it's massive. It's massive. So. They're, they're wild penises. Uh, well, we're going to give that a Google immediately. This is a sports podcast. <laughs> this is a dick podcast yeah, no. that talks about sports. I think rhinos have a crazy penis. Um, ducks also what? have crazy penises. They're like corkscrews. There's a... Oh, my God. that That is... A rhino penis is alarming. Yeah. It's very red. I went, I went down a whole animal kingdom rabbit hole of penises. You remember those turtles having sex video that went real viral? I don't know, probably 15 years ago. Turtle sex. It, it was like dial-up internet viral. No, but I could see it. I, I mean, like... Have you ever seen turtles have sex? Yeah, it was real slow and... Like, they, they make... Last, like, hours. And they just make the... the <laughs> the noises it's about the noises there's a, it's, it's hilarious turtle sex is so funny um so one that there was like a viral video of turtle sex and i went down and just looked up all the animals penises and uh i remember the rhino specifically sticking out being like god damn that's a problem 
the only turtle sex I've ever seen is where the the dude falls off off the back and lands on his shell. <laughs> that, I've seen that one. That may be the video. Um. Anywho, sports. <laughs> I don't know. We got. We're gonna do funniest movie in a little bit. Um. Yeah. The sports news. I mean, the uh, NBA finals are one to one. Um. Right now, Boston came back and. Won the first game in the fourth quarter, which was a real good game. I watched the highlights because they're starting at 9 fucking p.m. And I have to go to bed to get up for my early-ass job. And then... Uh, well, that was a Friday, so... Yeah, I know, but What's still, your excuse? It's tired. Actually, what was I no, doing? No, actually, that might have been... Was that a Thursday? I don't remember. That was a Thursday. You're right. And then, what, they played last night, and uh, Golden State fucking stomped them. And uh, here we are, 1-1. But Boston did their job. They're taking it back. Home court advantage. So we'll see how it happens. I don't know. It's so hard. Like I, this series, I hate both teams. I I really don't like both cities. I guess I I'm reluctantly rooting for Boston, but like I'm not going to celebrate it. I'm not going right. to be happy that they win. Um, if I had to pick a, a set of players I like more, it'd be Boston. I I fucking hate Golden State. I can't stand Steph Curry. He. He's still, I mean, he's playing relatively well. Game one, he didn't, he wasn't, you know, he had 18 points in the first quarter and then completely disappeared in the second and then kind of came back in the third. Jordan Poole is a giant piece of things. Klay Thompson doesn't look anywhere near what he's been. Draymond has been pretty much just defense. He had nine points and five rebounds last night. Like, whatever. it's, It's weird to see what Golden State has become. I really expected that uh dynasty that went to what four straight five straight was it four finals that i don't remember i think they had they had uh the steph curry year uh the first they made year. it the next year and then they lost to uh uh the raptors yeah at yeah so five wow mhm really you know Outside it, you know, they were they really that good of a dynasty though? I mean, they had that KD join. I don't even count that. I mean, I guess you got to, but once they got KD, it's like okay. And then KD was hurt, and they lost again. They lost to us when we were healthy. The year they won against us, we weren't healthy. Delhi was the second best player on the team, so I don't know. A little overrated. I guess I'd like to see Boston win too. Just uh, I don't know change it up a bit but who fucking cares what the the team with the most titles by far in nba history well this group this group they don't have them you know it's this is i mean like this kind of is the group that Kyrie went to and then left this boston team has has made several uh decent playoff runs uh this is jason tatum you you can tell he's He's worked his ass off. He's put on a bunch of muscle. He's not like the lanky kid that LeBron faced that final year in Cleveland where he ended up going to the uh, the finals after that. Like, what was it? It was a seven-game series, yeah. right? Um, I got to say, though, Jason Tatum, that thing about, like, texting Kobe was super fucking weird. I didn't I didn't like that. That was, that was strange, <laughs> especially, especially to tell people, like, I texted dead Kobe. Okay, cool. <laughs> did you did you see the meme that came off of that? No, I didn't. I'm sure there's a bunch of some, them. 
somebody photoshopped in where Kobe texts back and said Warriors in five. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's so strange. And like, I guess, you know, your grieving process is whatever, but like that could have been a private thing. You, nobody could have ever found out unless like fucking Vanessa Bryant came out and was like, Jason Tatum was texting my dead husband. This is weird. <laughs> or like something that was very nice of him to do. But he was like showing people like, I texted Kobe. Why? Why do you need to do that? I, I've i never like understood shit like that. Like there's a, a kid that was a, a friend of mine um, killed himself when we were in high school. And like to this day, people will like write Facebook messages in this group like addressed to him. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what this is for. <laughs> You know, people people grieve differently, I guess. So, like, yeah. when it comes to that shit, like, I let it go. But, like, Tatum probably knew Kobe, but... I don't care. Then then, then do it, but don't show people. Don't... Why show people? Why tell people that you texted Kobe, Kobe's ghost? Because it's a good story. It's, you know, that's... I mean, I'm not saying I agree with it either. I think it's real weird. But it's... Then it, it massively cheapens what you did, and you're clearly just doing this for attention. Of course, of course. But isn't that what being a superstar athletes about is getting fucking attention any way possible. You are the star player on one of the two teams in the NBA finals. Why do you need more attention? Why do you, you, you don't have enough attention. Are you that disgustingly to start starved for it that you have to do this extra little thing? I, I think the problem is that it, it feels like almost uh, virtue signaling, you know, Yeah, where it, it's like, you know, why are you putting that out there? Just put your, you know, if anything, put your head down, win the finals, and then put that out. Yeah. Or just don't, or just don't ever do it, because it's really weird, and I don't like it. And it sucks, too, because Kobe, if, if it would have been in the other way around, he, Kobe would be like, yeah, I texted dead Jason Tatum. He probably would have said, fuck the Celtics. You know what I mean? Cause <laughs> <laughs> Kobe, Kobe didn't like anybody. Um but, you know, I mean, they grew up watching him. Like, that was their Michael Jordan. I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I think it's weird, though, for sure. But to go back to my point, it's an extra article. We're talking about it. Everybody talked about it. It's like it's big news, I guess, for whatever reason. Uh, it's stupid. Take attention off those shitty fucking Lay's potato chips that he's got. Cheddar and sour cream is the worst mm-hmm. fucking flavor. I love cheddar and sour cream. Oh, it's gross. Are you even allowed to eat potato chips? Uh, not, not really. I should avoid them. <laughs> you just, you just lick the seasoning off. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the keto way to go about yeah. it. Oh shit. Oh my God. That's great. No, I haven't really, you know, every game starts at nine o'clock and I'm just like, eh, it started at eight. I'm, you might be able to get me in, but the, it was the lowest rating final since Oh seven Cavs Spurs. Wow. Uh, outside of the bubble, the bubble they beat the bubble, the bubble, uh, the COVID finals, the last two. But <clears throat> take those away, and it was 07, I just saw. So like nobody really gives a shit. And I mean, it's two. I mean, it's the new dynasty versus like a legacy team. So there's plenty of storylines there. I don't know. They are two hated teams, like nationally. Um, I think that this the the way that their legacy was hurt by adding KD, 
I, I think that like the the Splash Brothers and all that shit. I get that there's been a couple years where things cooled down because Clay Thompson was out. You know, Steph spent some time out. Um, Draymond has continued to make headlines just by being a loudmouth dick. I think that the 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 time in between championships, even if they win this one, like the fact that they added KD got got another one, it's going to hurt their legacy in the end. They're not going to be talked about the same as if they were that homegrown team and home drafted team that just ended up making their way and, and dominated by doing the right things in a time of teaming up in super teams. Like they're like, no, nah, fuck it. Things have been great. Things have been pretty easy. We want them to be easier. Let's go. This, this will be. So if you take that, that homegrown team mentality, this will be like the first, I don't know. I'm not going to say legitimate because they're all legitimate because they played the games and they won. But this will be the year that they played a healthy team in the finals. And granted, they were hurt against uh, the Raptors, but they had KD. You know, they had the KD join up on the 73-win team. So in the Cavs year, I mean, like, we were fucking banged up. Our two and three guy was out. We still took them five games. This will be the first, like, real legit title that they win for Steph Curry, where he can say this was, you know, my guys and my team and that core of whatever they call it. So... Which he doesn't typically ins- dominate. What's that? He, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dave. I was just going to say which ends up making the Celtics the lesser of two evils. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You'd rather see them get the rings than Steph get another one. And like Steph, I mean, we, we can go ahead and say like, oh, Steph got another ring. But Steph Curry does not do that great in the finals. Steph Curry does not really put up giant performances in the finals. Typically like they, when they beat the Cavs, he had, you know, some 25 to 30 point games. Like I can't really remember him dropping 40 or 50. Do you, his most iconic NBA finals moment is getting frustrated and throwing his mouth guard. I kind of think so. Yeah. I, I, t- I certainly would tend to agree. There's, I, there's not even anything else that sticks out. Kevin love getting a hand in his face, but other than that, no, there's not. Now, KD, KD has that fucking, for yeah. sure, where he's just lights out, just dribbling down the court and pulling up and knocking him down. But Yeah. he. Let's see. How many points does Steph finish up with? Let's, so, Steph Curry, Jason Tatum ended up having 28 points last night. Um, Steph had 29. So, like, a good performance. But... Uh, you know, as, as you go through these finals and you just said like Steph getting another ring, it's the Warriors getting another ring. It's not necessarily Steph. I mean, the, he, he did have 34 in game one as well, but again, 18 of that was in the first quarter and then it just kind of trailed off. Um, and they lost that he's, game. He's kind of been somebody that whose clutchness is under review. Man, it's hard to say. It's hard to say, but, I understand what points you're making, but 34 points, 29 points, that's like nothing to scoff at. But he doesn't have – No. He doesn't – for all, all of the time that they've spent in there, I guess, he doesn't have like an iconic moment or anything that like really propels him. Like Giannis last year was fucking insane. Oh like my God. LeBron has had moments. Like Kyrie, as much as you hate that dude, he had the shot and 
You know what I mean? Like that's that's bigger than any moment. Shots overrated. I know, I know you hate it, but it, it was there. His, his forty-one in Game Six was, was the him and LeBron dropping forty-one apiece. Like that's some iconic shit. That was amazing. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Like stuff doesn't have that with anybody either. So, I, I mean, they play the games, they win, and at the end of the day, like they have the hardware regardless. So, um, I don't hate anybody on the Celtics. That I get it. Like fuck, just Boston in general. They win too much. So. I don't yeah. care. I'll, I'll probably try to check out a game if I can stay awake. Um, but we'll see. Um, hockey, I have no idea what's going on. I saw that the Hurricanes lost, and you were out on your like money pool, and I was like, I'm done. I'm not following this. It's what, the Rangers and the uh, Island? Rangers and the Lightning, and then um, the Edmonton Oilers and the Colorado Avalanche. I, I have been sort of keeping up. I was... Uh... I was watching the hockey game sort of at a place called the Daiquiri Deck. Oh, yeah. Just the other day. Hell yeah, dude. Um, Which, like, I brought Sarah to, and I'm like, you should get some daiquiris so that I could take some sips of some daiquiris. <laughs> did you Did you, Did you? you enjoy the daiquiris? They were fucking great. Sarah, Sarah ended up liking the uh, the uh, rum runner drink from wherever she went more than, than anything, really. But... Um, a banana daiquiri. If I if I could have all the sugar I want, I'd be drinking banana daiquiris as much as possible. The real question everybody wants to know: Did you text the daiquiri boys? Oh, I let the Dak boys know. Yeah, I let the Dak boys know. You were like, "Hey guys, I'm at Mecca right now." <laughs> I'm not wearing a goofy shirt, but I'm here. Did you did you do a pina colada? No, zero pina coladas were drank. Sarah. I mean, again, like I, nobody cares about me and my sugar-free lifestyle. So, uh, although we did find a, a, a gelato place that had multiple sugar-free flavors within like a thirty-second walk of our place, so I, I probably, I was there five nights. I think I had probably nine scoops of gelato over my vacation. That sounds about what Glorious. my vacations are like. Glorious. That that made me so happy to find that. Uh, but like no sugar-free beach drinks. So. I mean, I tasted what whatever Sarah got. She got the uh, several rum runners, a Mai Tai, uh, a couple daiquiris, um, uh, a Bahama Mama. Just typical goofy fucking touristy shit. But when you're in the Florida Keys, you got to do that shit. Absolutely. Right. I'm a pina colada guy. That's that's what Ooh. I want every time. Yeah? Fuck it. Fuck that, that's a lot of coconut. Like, And I, I like coconut, but like that is... You're getting face fucked by coconuts there it's good you cut out a pineapple and pour it in that bitch and let me drink it out of a pineapple have you-, <laughs> you can drink it out of a pineapple not a coconut no yeah put it in a pineapple bro have you ever had a drink inside of a pineapple no i feel like i'd stab myself oh dude it's it you feel like you made it you're like this is well, this is the way that people were intended to live <laughs> the nasdaq's down but this drink is delicious <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> no. So. And then I go and sleep on my pullout couch. <laughs> so you're I just get reminded I have not made it. You're better than me because I would have been like, oh, you guys are all going to bed. I'm going to the bar. And I would have just been getting blasted and sleeping in and just snoring and farting in front of her entire family. <laughs> but I've been married a lot longer than you, too. So I, you know, I'm really like the in-laws are. You know they're partiers. They but they just they started earlier. Um, 
so like they they had themselves a good time but like my my sister-in-law is pregnant and that was like a you know her being there was kind of a bigger focus and, and she was always exhausted and so like she didn't drink i mean her her husband the first couple nights had some drinks and then seemed to get a, a good talking to and then uh, <laughs> a little bit lower and oh. then um like my uh, my stepfather-in-law he he was going at it um a lot of the time but like you know he he start inconspicuously and then by the you know eight o'clock eight thirty he's just like i am done yeah day drinking i mean that's that's what you do down there it's i've been i've been the brother-in-law that uh has gotten the talking to numerous occasions (laughs) (laughs) i I stopped drinking ipas or like heavy beers for that because i would just i would match people like a bud light and i would be like i'm just gonna drink this nine percent beer and then Next thing you know, a couple extracurriculars, and uh, I am to the moon while everybody else is like, "What's going on?" The I like the one night was really uh, the the only time I got rip roaring, and like I started out with uh, a few whiskey drinks, just whiskey on the rocks, and then uh, this time around, uh, I mean, I mentioned that I had that weird episode a couple months ago. I, I drank so much water as I was drinking, so kept me in the game. Um, and then just white claw after white claw after white claw, which I would certainly prefer to not be the case. I like a couple white claws, but like if it's your main drink for the night, like it's, it's rough. But like you said, you're in the Florida Keys. I saw you in the pool with the white claw. You know, it's all good times. It is nice in the pool. It really was. You don't, you don't, you you don't get slammed on the white claws. I will. Oh yeah. I mean, they're 5%. So it's not like you're drinking Bud Light. It's, it's another 20% alcohol or whatever it is. Yeah. Nearly throw those, throw those babies in a cooler with a bunch of ice on a hot summer day. Dude, they go down, they go down. Oh yeah. We, we, we had a good time in the pool. Now here's a good question for you guys. Will you pee in a pool? Are you pool peers or are you get out and, and go to the bathroom every time? Yeah, this is... Let, let's reveal some things about ourselves here. Uh, hold on a second. I'm just going to put this out there. I am definitely peeing in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> you already know that I'm not spending the extra energy to walk inside every time that needs to happen. I will get out and pee. You get out and pee? I, I will. Every time? Not every single time. See, we, I, I was like, I was going to do it. And like, I, I like, you know, casually brought it up as if I'm bringing up us all doing cocaine of like, so we're, we're all going to be in the pool, right? And they're just like, you're fucking disgusting. And from that point on, I was self-conscious about it. So I started getting out. Like it's, I feel like I treat it like, you know, if, if people around me are like, yeah, I'm going to be in the pool too. I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm going to be in the pool. But if, if, if other people have that kind of reaction to it, I'll get out and, and not not do it unfortunately or else you know i'm in there drinking for four hours and people are like you haven't gotten out a single time i know what well you're that's doing. why you got to get out me. you got to get out periodically to create the the perception that you are not a pool peer or we all just admit that peeing in the pool is like you know it's a lot of water there's chlorine in there your piss is mostly water anyways it gets dispersed it's pretty much no urine it's and sterile. we could all just yeah we, we, we could all just go ahead and uh, enjoy ourselves in here. 
when I worked for the mortgage company, uh, we had a golf league on Friday, uh, Wednesdays and our tea, tea time was at five. We would leave at like noon, one o'clock, three o'clock, and we would go play pool volleyball at the boss's house. And it's, you know, eight to 12 dudes in the pool for like three hours at a time. There wasn't a single person getting out of the pool, going inside. You know, <laughs> we're, we're just playing as many games of pool volleyball as we can before we got to go be shit faced and tee off. And, uh, yeah, Alice. If given the opportunity, I'm peeing in the pool. Okay, I, I heavily prefer to pee in the pool. It's nice. Allison will never get out of the water. Like she is, yeah. she stands around. Like I'm peeing in the pool. Like she'll be in there eight hours, and she'll just like bring me a drink while you go pee. You fucking idiot. Why are you <laughs> getting out to pee if your wife's okay with it? My wife threw a fit. My wife thought like, and, and I have said and done some disgusting things to and around Sarah. And never really been questioned. Like this is the first time she's looked at me and gone, "You're a fucking animal." And I've shown some some gross sides of myself to her, and like this was like where the line was drawn. So I don't care. Her and her entire family were on the same same page as far as that that whole thing goes. And I'm just like, mm, "Well, you guys are ruining my vacation." So I got to go to bed early. I got to get up early. I got to get out of the pool to pee. Why am I here? I did have a great time, but I have my gripes. <laughs> did everybody get out and pee? Because, I mean, if you're drinking and you're in a pool, you got to pee every half an hour. So are they all, are they, are they playing holier than that like I do and being like, yeah, I don't pee in the pool and then just get out a couple times. Well, you're the worst kind of Benedict that's, Arnold then. You got to pick a fucking side. <laughs> hey, at least I'm you being honest. tiptoeing bitch. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. You're not being honest. You're specifically yeah. being the opposite of honest. You're being honest right now. I'm being honest but right in now. In the moment, you're lying and acting like you're better than people while doing this thing <laughs> that you're. <laughs> that's I was wondering. You said you were like, just get out of the pool and make it look like you're going to pee. And it's like, if I'm doing all that, I'm just going to go yeah, pee. Just go if pee. I'm out of the pool, I'm just going to pee. Well, I do pee. So, like, every every third pee, I'm going to go to the toilet. Sarah kept doing this. Uh, first of all, that's a dumb system. I don't get why. It is who, dumb. If, it is dumb. If your, if your wife is cool with it, then who are you trying to impress? You're right, Brian. You're right. You cracked the code. You're right. I am not getting out of the pool anymore. Thank Good. you for I'm saving you. me for going to the bathroom periodically. My my wife goes and like she's like, oh, I found a workaround. I know what I'm doing now. And she like goes over to there's like a, an outdoor shower right by the the pool for like people that went to the beach just like wash the sand off. And she's like standing there with the water running on her, clearly peeing. And is like, see, I'm like, just pee in the pool. Why are you doing that? I'm, I'm watching you pee right now. I could see it. <laughs> so that's what she did instead. They, yeah, that's what she thought was so much better. Uh, it's kind of ridiculous, too. Yeah. It, it's a level up from peeing in the pool. Sure, but you're also, like, urinating where anybody can see you. In the pool, there's at least discretion. There's, like, yes, there's water coming down, but, like, there's a specific stream coming from between your legs. Mm. I don't think I could pee in the shower like that. As, like, a family of seven walks by with their kids and... They're picking up, yeah. and I'm just standing there in the shower, just staring at him peeing. Yeah, like and not holding my penis, and just like, yeah, I, I think that's even weirder, actually. Having Wait, not holding your penis? Moment. Do you hold your penis like you're at a urinal when you're peeing in a pool? 
No, but <laughs> but your <laughs> but your <laughs> that would be weird. But you're just standing at like the open, you know. It's like take your dick out. And you're holding it like a year. <laughs> the, the most way. conspicuous way to be in a pool is to pull your dick out and hold it. <laughs> you're not fooling anybody at that point, and you're just exposing yourself. And that's why I go every third time <laughs> <laughs> to cut so down on the exposure. What, do you pee in the shower normally? Yeah, yeah, but I, I guess, but there's nobody around. I, I guess, I guess I do pee in the shower. You're right. You're right. I think I just would, every single time. I would not be. I don't pee in the shower every time, but I'd, more times time. than not. I don't Even know. Even if I'm not alone, I'm peeing in that shower. Oh man, you're. I'm too fat to shower with somebody. It's. I think it's miserable. <laughs> I think it's miserable. Well, it, I the only way that we make it work is because Sarah's a lot smaller. Sure, yeah, I understand. I, I make it I make it relatively miserable, and then she uh, yeah, because you're peeing on her leg. <laughs> we're a little more civilized than that, but not much. Yeah, I pee I pee in the corner, and then it just kind of touches her foot on the way to the drain. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the water acts like a partition, so I don't think about it in the water. But to stand in the shower in public like that, I, I would feel weird. I mean, if you got the water going down the front of your body, you put your hands in your hair like you're rinsing chlorine or sand out of there and you let her rip. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You're right. She had no problems doing it. Yeah. Maybe it's. And her family was fine with that. Shower pee by the pool. <laughs> you sell her. Sarah just got home, yeah. <laughs> and, and her family was cool with the shower peeing? She didn't necessarily tell them that part. I bet you they would have uh, would have ostracized her. Um, they're they're very hoity toity when it comes to uh, their water area urination policies. So <laughs> yeah, that's complete opposite. Allison, I've never seen her get out of a pool to pee once in my life. Like she opens, like, admits it. She's not peeing in the pool. It doesn't matter. It can be I was... a little backyard swimming pool. Or it could be like Caesar's Palace. She's peeing in the pool. <laughs> I watched the uh, the South Park uh, streaming wars, Dave. Yes, fantastic. It pee pee. It's pee pee. It's totally on brand. That was right? I never peed in the pool at all. I never peed in the lake even. No, no body of water was I ever peeing until I saw that South Park episode. I'm like, wait, everybody's just pissing around me, and I, like at first I was disgusted, and then people were like, yeah, just think about it. It's it's all water. It's chlorine. You're good. And then I'm like, you know what? I am good. This is a freeing experience. I'm going to start doing it. And then I go on this vacation, and then I'm just sent right back to the fucking Stone Age with it. Well, have you ever heard of somebody going swimming and then having to go to the doctor because they got a rash from piss? You know, so, like, it is okay. I mean. <laughs> I never have, no. I've, I've never heard of any urine-based illnesses or issues due to swimming in urine. I mean, chlorine causes problems, but. Well, so that's one of the things is that all this time they've been like, yeah, the chlorine burns your eyes. No, it's the piss that's burning your eyes. But. Uh, it's, is that true? You're, yeah, yeah. You're only oh, getting. Shit. Uh, you're only getting like 
you know, diseases and stuff from water if it's been shit in. I, I, I think that's bullshit. I don't think your eyes burn from the pee. Uh, one second. I think it's I think it's from over coronating, like not getting the. That's what I thought, too. But you can look that up for a second. Have you ever pooped in a body of water? Yeah. That's weird. Like not a lake. No, have you? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As a, as a joke. I mean, it's you know, we are out. We used to take trips to uh, Lake Cumberland, Kentucky. It's like a hundred mile long. You lake. didn't come in it. I did not come in the lake. See, I think that's the joke right there. Yeah, no, but you go to Lake Cumberland, you got to come in that lake. <laughs> Somebody pooped in the lake and said it was awesome, and so, <laughs> and so, like you know, I tried it and uh, it sucked. I didn't like it at all. But uh, pooping in the water is weird. I watched a documentary on water births and thought I'd give it a try. <laughs> I still like. I mean, like if you do that. At least for a, a short period of time, you are certainly swimming in your own, your own waste. Yeah, I mean it floats up and it goes by everybody and they scream and then you laugh, you know. Oh God! But the the worst the, the part that I didn't like about it is after you release the turd, there's a second where you got open butthole into that lake water. Oh. And it. Yeah, I'm sure that's gonna fuck up your ecosystem. Yeah, it was not cool. I I did not do it ever again, but. Um, yeah, I've shit in the water before just to, just to see how it feels, you know, I, uh, I took a shit in the Clarion river when I was a child. Um, we were tubing with scouts and I didn't want to have to get up, get out of the river, run up into the woods, shit, do all that stuff, run back down and then try to catch up with everybody. So, so I just kind of reached down under my tube and, and pulled my shorts down below my butt and fucking dropped some logs. And then uh, someone ratted me out to my scoutmaster. He, I remember he was so pissed off and he's like, that's pollution to the max. And I'm like, <laughs> like how is it any different than bears shitting in the river? Like you, you, you don't shit in the river. Huh? <laughs> he didn't go on about your Western diet and shit like that. <laughs> no, he, no, he was, he was just mad because he was, I was down river from him. So he was like worried that he's floating around in my shit. <laughs> uh, Washington post. It turns out the cause is actually urine binding with chlorine to turn into something called chloramine. And that's why people's eyes are burning and stinging turning red in swimming pools because it's the pee mixing with the chlorine ah well my eyes were burning like crazy but i'm also fairly certain that it wasn't the chloramine i'm pretty sure for me what the issue was was the massive amount of sunscreen i was putting on myself uh i was using the spray and just like spraying it into my hand and like wiping it on my forehead and above my eyes and i think that it was just bleeding in there and that hurt really bad did you wear a hat at all times? Not at all times, but a lot of the time. I, I did buy myself a uh, a goofy fucking bucket hat, like a vacation hat. And uh, I, I tried to go full Florida. I, I got a Budweiser tank top. Um, I had like the fucking Ken Griffey Jr. like old sunglasses from PC Walmart. Principles. Yeah, I had the PC principles on. And then I bought a pair of FUBU flip flops. You were the first FUBU item I ever owned was in 2022. 
But that's what Walmart had FUBU flip-flops for cheap. So I was like, fuck it, yeah. If I'm going to get something for the beach, I'm not spending any more money. And this is funny. Nice. For you, by us. Fabu. For all, by us. I don't know. That was stupid. We I won't edit that out. But We'll cut that out. We'll yeah, cut that we out. We won't. We won't because that's going to be too much work. But don't hold me to that. Like, shooters got to shoot. I, uh, this weekend I went, uh, listener of the show, Megan, who I've been good friends with. Her mom was a teacher at my high school and they had a retirement party for her and invited, you know, anybody that ever went to school there. So I went back and bless Deb Shanks heart. She, she made it a point to tell everybody how I held the, the gym class three point record for like 15 fucking years. Like there was people who, Oh wow. Oh yeah, dude. I was a fucking killer. There was I was the the record holder through like two state championship basketball teams. They were like, "Who holds the record?" They're like, "This fat dump Kyle Hodhorst." Like, <laughs> <laughs> how many was it? It was like in a minute, like twenty seven or something stupid. What? Oh yeah, it was insane. I can ask her and get. She probably remembers the number, but it was an insane number. I just caught fire, man. It just. It wasn't like the three point contest, like run around thing. It was pick a spot and go. And I just went straight ahead and knocked him down. It was an insane amount of threes. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. We had people like go like, you know, college and play overseas, and it's like, who is this? Like, best case scenario, like I was and one mixtape was like my my absolute ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, what would were you were you able to do? Maybe. Yeah, what? that's a good question. What would my and one? What would your and one mixtape name be? Oh, Big Cal, Big Cal 420. That was my uh, AIM name. <laughs> but the Cal, Cal was spelled with a K. <clears throat> Big Cal, K-O-W. That was, that was my uh, the AIM name, and I'll stick with that. I don't know. I probably could come up with something better than that. But hmm. I would have just stolen hot sauce. You would have been hot sauce? I would have been mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aioli! <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to get into this movie thing? Yeah. Oh, real quick, the uh, the Guardians are doing fair at best. Well, they're, they're what a game um, a game up or below five hundred right now, right? No, they. Well, yeah, actually, yeah, you're you're right. They are one uh, one below five hundred. Um, I mean, did it did a decent job with the uh, the Orioles. Uh, Tristan McKenzie had a bit of a rough outing, which was a little disheartening to see, but. Shane Bieber is looking like he's uh, he's rebounded pretty good. Um, hopefully, Aaron Savali comes back and and the rotation becomes what it was supposed to be. But the bats have cooled down a little bit. They're still streaky, where they'll you know knock down seven runs in one game and then get shut out the next. But Jose Ramirez is still having the most ridiculous year and is solidifying his place in on the Cleveland Mount Rushmore right now because to turn down extra money to stay here and then to I mean, how many guys have you seen sign the big contract and then just be like, well, time to take her easy. Yeah, right? That is not what is happening right now at all. It's awesome. Yeah, he really And Andres Jimenez is, is having a tremendous season. At this point, he's gotten enough at-bats for it to not be like, oh, well, fuck. You know, still jury's still out, you know, like, like Stephen Kwan was. Andres Jimenez looks like a fucking superstar right now. He's hitting 300-plus, hit a couple bombs this weekend. His defense is ridiculous. This was the guy that was supposed to be the the jewel of the Frankie Lindor trade. He was the big return that we got. He was who they wanted. So 
seeing him actually pan out is, is looking great. Did you watch the game yesterday? Uh, no, I, I mean, we were out doing shit, but I, uh, I paid attention to it. Right on. I watched it with my dad and he was complaining because like around, I think it was the seventh or eighth inning. I can't remember the name of the pitcher, but he's, he's newer and they've been testing him out and he comes in he's been throwing lights out. He had like, I don't know, a bunch of strikeouts with like three walks. And my dad was complaining the whole inning about how he's going to do great. He's going to strike a bunch of people out. He's going to, you know, close out this inning and then they're going to take him out next inning every single time. I think it was like Morgan or something like that. Eli Morgan. uh, Yeah. And then the, the very next inning they left him in. It's like, I watch maybe two guardians games a year with my dad and all he does is complain the entire time. And he's like, he goes, of course, as soon as I say something, today's the day he's going to leave it in and prove me wrong. Motherfucker. He's, he's all pissed off about it. But he's a relief pitcher. And like, unless the only time they'll leave him in for a long time is if the starter gets knocked out early, they'll put him in for long relief. But typically it's supposed to be one inning so that they can pitch multiple. Why is your dad complaining? He sounds like my mom. My mom goes absolutely crazy at the TV. She, my mom did not swear very often at all unless it was like road rage and still never used the F word until like three years ago. And then the floodgates fucking opened for her. And now she just screams profanity at the TV. It's awesome. That's nice. Yeah, it's the best. And I'm talking like a fucking Tuesday game versus the Royals. Up seven to three in the ninth, and she is cursing a storm up at the TV. It's great. Hell yeah, mom! Mom, sports fans are fucking awesome. Yes, until you start watching like a, a a Browns game or even a Cavs game where the refs are always biased towards the other team. Everything against us should be a, a, a call. Everything that they do should be a no call, and she she's just. Her homerism is unbridled. It is fucking, it knows no bounds. I have a, my roommates in college, their mom was like that with Ohio State. Just, they're fucking us. And she's like that with the Browns too. And then she self-loathes the Browns and it's great. These pieces of shit. What are they she fucking like, thinking? Yeah. Sounds like 99% of Ohio State fans. <laughs> <laughs> Suck my dick, dude. <laughs> you know, my boy, my boy, uh, uh, Coach Day came out and said, we need $13 million and uh, like this money or whatever it's called. Um, I, I keep wanting to say NFT money, but it's, it's, it's not NFT. What is it? The, um, what are they called? The, why am I, NIL. What, NIL. He's like, we need 13 mil or we're going to have guys transferring. It just like openly said it. And that's, I mean, that's what it's going to be now. That's where we're at now. Yeah. We got one. Boosters from Ohio State should put that together. No problem. 13 mil is nothing. I mean, they've been paying that for years, you know. Yeah. That might be a discount compared to what they paid in the past. But yeah, very possible. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah. We got, we got big checkbooks down there between nationwide and the Schottensteins. Shouldn't be a problem. Oh yeah, open it on up. I wonder how that works. Do you want like I'll give some college athlete I don't know fifty bucks if they start repping ten cent beer life? <laughs> yeah, find find like a random Akron kid. Find the fattest Akron athlete. Give him fifty bucks. This is this is one of the greatest ideas I've ever heard. I will get on this immediately. Oh yeah, dude. 
yes, we will sponsor some athletes for sure. Yeah, why not? Rock and roll. C- CSU, uh, you know, whatever's covering. Yeah, I don't care if it's a water polo kid either. Like, I it can be something silly and just I don't know. DM them on Instagram. The fattest Division One athletes should be the ones that we are going after. We're not talking like you know bigger offensive linemen. We're talking about that kid on the fucking practice squad that's like seven feet tall and eight hundred pounds. We'll never see the field. We want to toss that kid about fifty bucks. Yeah. Let's find shot putters. Let's find you know. Anybody who who give me a fat goalie for hockey, I'd love that. Now we're talking. I like this. Scour idea. the internet, Dave. Yeah, uh, I'll just you know message hundreds mm-hmm. of strangers asking them if they could provide a service for our. <laughs> <laughs> what is your waist size, sir? <laughs> yeah, that's tight. Uh, I probably. No, I'm not going to say it. But I have a guy who listens to the show. Like, I don't know if it's his niece or what. Uh, she's fucking balling out for like UCLA softball. Like, I've, she real fat? No, she's not real fat. <laughs> but she's 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 Ohio kid. But she uh, like sweet. He'll he'll post something on the internet, and it's just like she's leading like the Pac-10 and ERA, and I'm like, that's fucking insane in softball because that's yeah, insane. that's awesome. Uh, my buddy's son is a lineman. I think he goes to Green High School. He's being trained by one of the Browns. My buddy's paying to have one of the uh, Browns offensive line people train him every other weekend for like nine sessions uh, in the offseason. He's like pancaking people. He's, you know, in the peewee ball or whatever it is, he's been crushing people, you know, destroying them. So he's he's perfect. I'm going to reach out to him first for sure. $50 right. in a casino buffet. We'll treat him and a Casio <laughs> keyboard. Uh, I mean, he's like a teenager. We should probably make it something kids enjoy, but whatever. No, we're gonna make it stuff we enjoy. We're gonna we're gonna give him prizes like he's on fucking Double Dare. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna send him BK Ratch Tech sneakers. We're gonna send him to Space Camp. It's gonna be sick. Nice. All right, let's get through these movies so I can make tacos or whatever we're gonna do. <clears throat> All right. Um, this was hard as hell to come up with a list. I mean, you think it would be easy. It was like, you know, uh, there's about 15 movies that it was hard to, to leave off. Um, I got 11, but I, I'm like, I figured like on the fly, I would, I would eliminate one and go with the rest. And it's very difficult to do. My original list was like 40 long. There's going to be some that you guys mentioned. That I'm like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, yeah, I think that's going to happen. But um, what do you got? Number 10. <sighs> Number 10. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go dumb and dumber at 10. It's a good one. Yep. And that's a real I really considered leaving that off the top ten, but I couldn't. Dave, what do you got? I got major pain. Ah, <laughs> that movie's really funny. It's a good one. Movie's hilarious. Not one that I consider, but very, very funny. I put for ten, I put Jackass 3D, but like pretty much any of them. It, it could be higher. It's a, just a hard list. And that's not like a typical comedy, but 
man, it's fucking funny. It really is very, very funny. We, we, me and Sarah, we went and saw the fourth one in theaters. We've been watching like the point fives at home. I fucking love the Jackass movies. In that new one, when they were doing that game where they had the sandals attached to the poles that were slapping. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I had tears pouring out of my face. I was laughing so hard. They're slapping each other in the nuts with those things. And then he hits the button on mistake or whatever and, and slaps him again. It was so good. I love when uh, when they, they set up, like the misdirection of of the um, Aaron McGee with the uh, the bear, where like they're, they're asking him if, 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 with a lie detector whether or not he's actually allergic to bees. And he's sticking to it. And then they're like, well, okay. And they strap him down. They put honey on him. And he's like, oh, you assholes are going to bring out bees. And then he tossed salmon on him. He's like, salmon? And then the bear comes out <laughs> fucking great. And then the final thing, like where they, they have them chugging the milk on that thing that spins them real fast. And like, just they have no idea that there's going to be explosions and military and, and paintballs. Ram. Amazing movie. Uh, number nine for me, Idiocracy. Nice. I like love it, and I love like the actual you know message of it and everything. But I don't like Idiocracy as much as as most people. I saw it later in life. Like I did not see it when it came out, and somebody's like, "You never saw this," and I was like, "No." And then I watched it, and I was like, "Oh my god, what the fuck did I miss?" So I don't know if it's like if that's the factor, but I I, I put it in the top ten. Uh, the whole bottom half for me probably could just be interchangeable. So, yeah. yeah. One of my favorite things is subtle humor. Uh, did you see the post credit scenes for Idiocracy? No. Kyle, did you I see don't it? remember. Where Upgrade pops out of one of those. You know, she keeps saying the whole movie, it doesn't matter how many years it's been, Upgrade is going to get his money after the credits or mid credits or whenever one of those machines that they wake up in pops open and it's upgrade and upgrade made it to the future. Also, (laughs) it's, it's it's the funniest punctuation on the end of that movie. I love the subtle humor. Not now. (laughs) Baiting. (laughs) Baiting. What do you guys for nine guys? Nine dodgeball. Nice. I got uh, Team America World Police. It's a great movie. Yes. That, uh, yeah. Will appear on my list uh, as well. What do you got for number eight, Dave? Ace Ventura. <laughs> I, uh, I saw the second. The one. first one. The first one? Yeah, for Pet Detective, yes. I like the second one a lot better. When Nature Calls. Dude, when he's when he's he's sitting by the projector, and he's like doing all the hand stuff, and he's got like that that like you know snake hand just eating that dude's dick. I I to this day, as a fucking thirty three year old man, can't stop from wheezing from laughing when I see that. <laughs> Do you have a dog hidden in the background of your house, somebody? No. Okay, so that is my that is my neighbor's dogs that coming through my closed windows and doors. Jesus Christ! Yeah, sorry about no, that. No, I mean it's not your fault. I was like, I didn't think either you had a dog, and my dog is not barking. <laughs> yeah, no, she was a minute ago. But 
What do you got? Are you going with Ace Ventura 2? When nature calls. No, 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 no. We we're at number eight. eight. Um, my number eight. I've got Anchorman. Oh, that's a good one. A lot of Will Ferrell on my list. I, I I can't help it. He kills me. I have no Will Ferrell on my list. Zero Will Ferrell. I liked Anchorman, and it's it's probably in the top twenty. But like after a while, I was like, okay, he's driving a NASCAR now. It's like the same movie over and over again. I. I don't need much difference in my Will Ferrell. Um, like he, he kind of—they're not the same movie, but he kind of plays very similar characters. Sure. So you know the the br- way too much bravado and confidence, idiot. Um, but he—I mean, there's a couple Will Ferrell entries. Let's just say that. What uh? What's your favorite mm. Will Ferrell character? It's gonna be. Will Ferrell character, that's tough because all, all the SNL shit makes it difficult. Sure, that's why I asked it. I'd say it, it's going to be another character that's on this list. Okay, fair. My, my, mine is uh, Ashley Schaefer uh, from Eastbound and Down. Yeah, that's great. That's, I love, I love <laughs> him in that. It's, I don't think anybody could have done a better job than him. No. <laughs> uh, did you do your eight? Uh, you did eight, eight, and then now it's me. I'm going to go Billy Madison coming in at eight. I don't know if I'm showing my age nice. a little bit. I liked it a lot as a kid. And then other, like everybody just quoted that movie constantly. And that one got a little bit ruined for me. And then now, like I go back and watch a lot of Adam Sandler and most of it doesn't hold up too well for me. No, that's fair. I don't know. There's like subtle things in that movie, like where they're talking business around the pool table and they're playing pool. And it's just like, they're not anywhere close. Like they're just shit pool players. Like there's a lot of things in there like that. I like, so. I put it in. I put it at eight. I think Adam Sandler. There's probably a couple of them. Waterboy was a good one. I was like, one of them's got to make the list, so I picked that. No Adam Sandler on mine. So okay, we're doing like a snake draft. Um, I'll go seven. Team America: World Police. Uh, okay. Fucking just hilarious. I love it so much. Yeah. Where are you at seven, Brian? Seven. I'm going. Uh, my one and only like older movie. And his Animal House. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, fuck. I just thought of a movie that I didn't think of that's definitely in the top ten. I got it right. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Animal House. Yeah. Uh, just so many. It, it's just ultra iconic and uh, one of the few. Like I really, It was very difficult to leave Blues Brothers off this list because I'm a huge fan of that movie. And that movie still cracks me up. Uh, it, it'll be my only Belushi on here, but he was a fucking powerhouse in that, and it just raised a, a, a generation after generation of of animals <laughs> to go off to college and be ridiculous. Right. Number seven, I had super bad. That's a good one, man. I. It's a great one. That was like on that list of like, what do I bump in and what bump out? I fucking love super bad. Yeah. Where are you at, Brian? Uh, number six? Yeah. Is that where we're at? Yep. We're going to follow it up with another college movie. I'm going old school, and my favorite uh, Will Ferrell character is Frank the Tank. I mean, it's, it's iconic. <laughs> it's definitely Frank the Tank. He's so fucking funny so in that good. movie. Uh, I'm going this one. This one's a little outside of the box. Uh, Borat, number six. That's a very funny movie. I loved uh, yeah. the Ali G show. Like, anything he did, I fucking loved. 
Same here, dude. Uh, we watched that a lot in high school. Yeah. When he inter- the Ali G show on HBO was just when he interviewed people. Oh my god, dude! Uh, it just unreal. He's just he's so Such funny. High powered people. It's like how the fuck does Alan Greenspan not know who you are? How did nobody <laughs> prep him for this? Why is he answering your questions earnestly? What is going on? It's it's so good. I mean, with my main man Boutros, 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 Boutros. <laughs> Golly, what's up? Oh, dude, it's so good. Uh, what well, Bruno? I, I think Bruno was my favorite character. Oh, Bruno was fucking funny on the show. The yeah, movie was like a little good. over the top, yeah. But on the show was really a couple of my my really good friends almost like tried to imitate Bruno for uh, our school's TV station, <laughs> and they they like for like public access high school TV tried to make a show called Dude Styles that never ended up seeing mm-hmm. the light of day. But it was like them going around rating people's fashion within the hallways with like four pop collar shirts on. <laughs> <laughs> and just, the, like they were like, it was really fucking funny. I wish that they would have let that happen. But they, they said it promoted alternative lifestyles. And back in 2005, you could still tell kids shit like that. And it was a shame. Yeah, that's that's super shitty. I saw an article. We didn't talk about it. And I'm probably taking off the rails, but some of the devil rays or the rays, excuse me, refuse to wear the pride month patch on their Jersey. Oh, Um, Jesus. Yeah. Bad look, bad look. What are you doing? Who cares? Yeah, it is. Um, are we, is it me? Me on the snake? Uh, we're on five. Are are you still on six? I'm on six. I'll go. Okay. Uh, my, dude, my number six surprised the ever living shit out of me. I was going to boycott the movie because I thought it was going to suck so bad. And my buddy showed up with it from blockbuster and was like, let's just watch it. And uh grandma's boy. Grandma's oh, boy is hilarious. Shit, dude. I totally forgot about yeah. it. Yeah, dude. I anticipated it to be a huge turd and it was the complete opposite. I think that's the funniest thing that Adam Sandler, like happy Madison's ever made is grandma's boy. I'll agree. Yep. Yeah, dude, I I don't even I didn't even write that down. Like I totally forgot that. But I probably watched that movie a hundred times. So many times, for sure. Back in my day when we didn't have Netflix and Hulu. <laughs> um, my five is Mallrats. I loved that awesome. movie as a kid. Now, like Kevin Smith movies haven't held up as well for me as an adult. Like they, I still, you know, like them and have a soft spot. Uh, I I think Mallrats is up there with their best. I I was obsessed with that movie as a kid. It's not a schooner; it's a sailboat. Like I just I, I loved it. It was probably one of my favorite movies as a kid. And like I'm going back on like okay, I thought this was funny for a big portion of my life. Oh yeah. So oh yeah. You know. Maybe not now. If I went back and watched, I haven't. It was between that or Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Those were my two favorite. I thought Clerks Two sucked. Dogma so good. That Dogma my, I think Dogma might be Dog- the best. Dogma is really yeah. Dogma is my favorite out of all of them. My number five is the movie that Sarah told me she liked and considered to be her favorite movie, and it was like when I started to consider her to be an actual like dating option. It's the movie Role Models. That movie fucking kills me. So good. Oh, yeah. Everything about it destroys me. Are you familiar with it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen Role Models. Okay. 
It, the, the kids, Ronnie, so fucking funny. The picture of him, Beyonce pouring sugar on my dick, so <laughs> fucking good. Whispering eye. Yeah, that that whole crew. It was really difficult to leave a lot of their movies off. Like they started with the TV show The State on MTV, which like it was a sketch show. I don't really remember watching that, but like everybody from that show branched out and made like most of the shit that I love. Who was all on it? You don't remember? I don't remember that. The Reno 911 crew, the like everybody associated with Wet Hot American Summer, except for like the big names like Paul Rudd and Bradley Cooper and shit. Um, Joe Latruglio, who's on Reno 911, was okay. a big part of it. He He's really fucking funny. Ken Marino, um, Thomas Lennon, who played Dangle in, in Reno 911. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of those people from Reno 911 were in it. The we used to love the state. We all watched it, you know, all my friends and shit. And uh, the one sketch that I always remembered was the guy that would come in and be like, "I want to dip my balls in it." I, I I'm like, yeah, I remember sketch. that one. That was like their their big home run hitter. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go check that out. I don't know anything about the state at all. The people from it are very. Like you'd be surprised with how much comedy they've made that you love over the years. Sure, I, I believe it. Uh, number five for me is my favorite Will Ferrell character, Chaz Michael Michael Chaz Michael Michaels, the ice devouring sex tornado, uh, <laughs> in Blades of Glory. That's a really good one. I don't know if I ever watched it because at that point I was like. Oh, every six months there's a Will Ferrell movie out, and I was kind of burned out. So I don't know if I've ever watched it. I could go back and look. It's fucking hilarious. It's a very similar character. It, sure. it is, but it, it's still really fucking funny. I don't recall too much of what was it, Tropic, um, the the basketball one. Semi-pro. I like that one, too. I'm sure it's good. I just was yeah. like, eh, I, I can skip this one. And I never went It back. wasn't his best. Blades of Glory is one of those, again, you know, I, I didn't want to watch it. My buddy bought a bootleg uh, VHS off of somebody he uh, was at worked at the bar with, or maybe it was a DVD. I think it was a bootleg DVD and we, we watched it and it was absolutely hilarious. Number four. What do you got, Dave? Number four. I've got Tommy boy. It's a really good choice. Yeah. That was a very difficult one to leave off my list. Right. Uh, what do you got for number four? I've got heavyweights. Oh, I remember that movie. I love heavyweights. I we, we used to quote that for years and years and years. I still quote it sometimes. It's uh, <laughs> um, Ben Stiller just berating fat children for like an hour and a half. It, it's a Judd Apatow movie for Disney, and it is. Uh, it's a classic. It, it it holds up to this day. I love it. Was wasn't that basically like the genesis for his character in Do- uh, Dodgeball? It. I don't know if that's ever been like officially confirmed, but it's the the fucking Tony Perkis and White Goodman are pretty much the same person. Yeah. Interesting. I saw it. I remember seeing it. I just remember all I can remember about it. Obviously, my memory fucking sucks. But I saw it. that came out when we were kids, right? Yeah, that's like yeah. ninety three or ninety four. Yeah, I just remember wanting to be on one of those blobs and just have another fats like blast me into the air. I've never done one. I've yeah, I've always wanted to try it. 
I just remember the sandwich from the cover. (laughs) (laughs) Number four for me is Porky's, which was like a real raunchy fucking 70s movie. I loved it. I saw that like in for the first time in my 30s and was like, not for you. No, I, it, it's one of those standing on the shoulders of giants kind of thing. I get that, you know, at the, like Eddie Murphy, like Delirious and Raw. I saw those in my 30s for the first time as well and was thoroughly unimpressed. But that's because I've seen whole generations of people who saw it, were heavily influenced by it, and then expanded on it. So going back and watching the original thing, you're like, I've seen this a thousand times before. Sure, sure. I, I get your point. I guess I was just thinking about when I wrote the list, like what movies did I adore? And like, I didn't think it as a 38 year old, yeah, you know, or 37, 38. Mm. I don't know how old I am. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so that's, that's, that's my four. I fucking watched Porky's like my dad would let me watch it, but my mom would have been fucking pissed if she knew I was watching it. There's a lot of nudity. Yeah. Yeah. So like I had that movie at a very young age and just, uh, you, know. you should have taken that movie to Lake Cumberland if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, number three for me is Dirty Work. Love it. Nice. Love it. <laughs> hey, he's over here touching seven-year-old's asses. <laughs> Just from start to finish, I recently went back and watched it and remembered how much I loved it. Sing the song, boys. <laughs> Sing the song. <laughs> I've never seen so many dead hookers in my life. Lord knows I have. G7. You just press G8. <laughs> yeah, that was a hard one to leave off. It was a very hard one to leave off. Uh, my number three is, uh, is you did it earlier. I'm going to do it now. Uh, the Jackass movies. I still, and I've been stoned out of my mind every time I've seen them, except for the first one, because I didn't smoke weed yet. But I saw all of them in theaters. They are each and every one of them the hardest I've ever laughed in theaters. Like seeing it the first time, each time, like they always surprise you. Johnny Knoxville is he fucking put himself out there. That that guy, like when the show first came out, you're like, this is kind of like the you know the ringleader. He does a little bit here and there, but most of it's the other guys getting hurt. And then they started making the movies. You're like, oh shit, Johnny Knoxville is a maniac. Taking all the like the, the shots from the bulls, um, the the riot gear type of shit that he would do, like that guy fucking I'm surprised he's still alive. He took that uh beanbag from the shotgun to the oh, stomach. Yeah. yeah. I, I I didn't consider it a comedy per se. So that's why I kind of but I was like, it has to make the list. So I respect it being all the way at three because yeah, I agree. Like I have had like tears in my eyes numerous times watching. Absolutely. I mean, laughs per minute, it's probably, you know, it's probably beats out all the rest of the movies on the list. Yeah. Real good possibility, yes. Where are you at, Dave? Number three. Number three, originally, I had Coming to America here because I love it, and I'm like, oh, you know, I got to put it on there for some respect. But then I I started watching a bunch of comedies over the last two weeks, and uh, I had to put Anchorman in there. I watched Anchorman again the other day, and I was giggling my fat tits off the yeah. entire time. <laughs> Anchorman's so good. I didn't put it yeah, on, but man, it's, it's great. Good. Where are we at? Is everybody through three? Number two. Number two for me, you mentioned it already. Tommy Boy. 
Um, it's just, it's, I, I don't know. It's probably the most iconic comedy. I think Chris Farley is probably the funniest person in history to me. I just think everything that he does is funny. And I don't know why it's not anything brilliant. He's just, I don't know. I, I remember falling in love with Chris Farley as a comedic actor and I don't know, here we are. So it, I, every fat kid yeah, loved because he, he made it yeah. like, you're like, Oh, I can get pussy too. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's really what it was. Like, I mean, it's just, just stay away from the coke. Yeah. Man. Well, that, you know what? I've, I've kind of written my Bible after Chris Farley, to be honest, like no coke, <laughs> no coke, minimal hookers. It's a good move. No comment. <laughs> Uh, my number two. Already mentioned, I went super bad. It's good. That movie fucking crushed me, man. That movie really killed me, especially all of his dick drawings. Amazing. <laughs> that whole random out of nowhere story about the dick drawings that that comes in the middle of the movie. It, it's everything about that movie is hilarious. Michael Sarah, who I. You know, I, I always love George Michael, but like never the biggest Michael Sarah fan, but he is really good in that movie. I love that movie. I I have the book that has all the dick drawings. Oh, that's in awesome. It. That's great. Somebody gave it to me as a gift one year. <laughs> My number two, I had a hard time distinguishing between which of these guys' movie I was gonna put on there. I landed on Super Troopers, but it was almost a dead tie with Club Dread. Um both of those movies for me are absolutely hilarious, but super troopers. I mean, I bought it for nine 99 at a Walmart in Oklahoma. We were visiting my buddy's family and me, him and his girlfriend started it. And that very first scene, we had tears running out of our eyes. We can't stop laughing. His entire rest of his family came up, came upstairs and joined us. And why we re, we ran it back. We ended up watching the entire movie with his entire family because that's how funny it was. And uh, yeah, super troopers is so good. Really a hard one to leave off. We, I thought our lists were all going to be similar. I don't think there's been like maybe two overlapping total, yeah. two or three. What did, what'd you have? Number two, Brian, did you do your two yet? Yeah. Super bad. Super bad. That was your one Dave. No, super troopers was my two. That was your two. So we're through the twos. Number one movie. Does anybody want to go first? I don't care. I'll go first. Sure. What is it? Step Brothers. Nice. Step Brothers. I I continue to watch it pretty regularly. It is, in my opinion, the funniest movie ever. That's fair. Now we started this because you said that Reno nine one one was a top ten movie, and I was like, "Really? That's a top ten? I thought I, I thought I bumped it back to top fifteen, but uh, <laughs> I it was very difficult to to leave that one off. But yeah, it was like number twelve probably for me. Fair. I forgot all about. Yeah, that. I was like, where, "Where is this?" And I was like, "He's going to say Reno nine one one is his favorite movie of all time." Like that's bold. But, no, it's not. Uh, my number one favorite movie of all time. I don't know if it says nostalgia because I used to watch it with my dad all the time and we both loved it. Uh, Bad Santa, Billy Bob Thornton. Fucking. That's a funny fucking movie. I love it. I could, I can watch it and laugh. Like it's the first time I've seen it every single time. I make sure to watch it every year. 
I typically will watch it twice a year. Um, that's the only movie I do that with. My grandma bought Bad Santa and Badder Santa when it <laughs> came out on DVD, <laughs> thinking thinking that it was like part one and part two, not realizing <laughs> that it was just censored and uncensored. So I ended up with the uncensored Badder Santa because she didn't realize what she was doing. So that, that was a bank error in my favor. <laughs> Uh, number one for me is Agent Cody Banks. <laughs> no, uh, fucking Friday. Wow. Friday is probably my favorite comedy movie ever. I've seen it, no lie, 500 times. You know, probably know every line to it. I, I watched it again about a week ago, and I was still cracking up. There were a, a few scenes that I actually forgot that, that surprised me, and I started laughing again. It was, It's my number one all-time favorite. I think with Friday, I've seen it so much that it's almost like the Shawshank Redemption. It's a great movie, but I'm just almost numb to it. Mm-hmm. But no, that's a, it's it. a great movie. It's a great movie. I haven't watched it in years, but I've seen it. It was always on TV all the time, and it's all cut up, and it fucks with your memory. Well, You got to watch it on it. Yeah, you can't yeah. watch it on TV. Um, my favorite story about it is that... Um, Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum were working with Ice Cube on those movies, the Jump Street movies, and trying to find out ways to make them laugh. And then they were on a flight together and they hear Ice Cube laughing. And Jonah's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom and try to get some intel on what makes him laugh. And Jonah Hill walks past him and he's watching Friday on his laptop. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's watching his own fucking movie cracking up to it. <laughs> That's great. That's hilarious. That's a good list, though. I mean, people are going to yeah. hear this episode and they're going to be like, oh, shit, I forgot about that movie or I haven't seen that movie or it's been a really long time. I'm going to go back and watch it. So that's why we did it. We did an hour and 20 minute episode. I know we skipped a week, but it's vacation season. So. I mean, there's movies that should be on there that probably didn't make it. Big Lebowski. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder is fucking great. 40 year old virgin. 40-year-old virgin's great. Um, which one did Hot I Hot Tub know? Time Machine. Hot Tub Time Machine was very difficult to leave off. Wedding Crashers was very difficult to leave off. Yep. Reno 911, for me, that movie really oh, was very me. funny. It was I was like, top 10, come on. But anyway, uh, uh, Half-Baked was one of the movies that I had. Yeah. Me and my buddy saw that in whenever it came out. What is it, 97, 96? And there were people smoking weed in the theater back time. then. That's awesome. Yeah, it was wild. Back, we, back then, that's a big smoke. old offense. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And I didn't even smoke weed at that point. I was, you know, we were just we liked Dave Chappelle. He had those uh, specials out on HBO and shit. Rock and roll. Well, that'll do. Do you guys got anything to plug? I'll be at Hilarities on the nineteenth and June seventh through the ninth, and then uh, listen to Pound Town. We. Uh, Hey, you know, give us five star review on this, but also do me a favor and do a, a five star rating on uh, whatever podcast app you listen to podcasts on. Um, we 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 had somebody who um, left our show and then instructed his people to change their five stars to one star. So our, our ratings have taken a bit of a hit lately. So we could use the help. Uh, and we will be at uh, at Rum Runners doing a live podcast on Friday down in the flats. Oh wow! Nice. From starts at four, I think. Dave, you got anything coming up or anything you want to plug? 
Mm, just at Jack of all Dave's on Instagram and all the wild shit that I'm going to be doing over the summer is going to be trickling out here shortly. Watch it's coming. Drop D picks, official sponsor Jenkins insurance still sponsoring. Um, at home attack show, June 18th, uh, at the Odeon lounge, 9 PM. Uh, tickets are on sale. Now come to that. I'm not hosting it. I'm battling Tabitha Jones, which is going to be fucking a lot of fun. I've already written some jokes. I'm very excited for it. I haven't battled in like three years, so I'm fucking pumped. Um, Well, that'll do it for us. Go Cleveland. Just like now.